What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Martial Media Montage, episode 106, where uh, Nick and I talk uh, movies, video games, a little bit of toys, uh, the future of collecting, the future of really physical media, anything. Uh, very light on music and uh, pretty much just shot the shit and just had fun with it and went with it. So here it is, episode 106, everyone. Let's go. Marshall Media Montage episode 106 where I got Pickle Nick and I and we decided to just kind of wing it but at least write something lovely that was noisy anyway what do you have oh it's got like recent films and that you watched okay yeah go for it as do I we can go in uh, order what do you watch well I just uh, I got the Mission Impossible um the last one I watched was Ghost Protocol. Was that the fourth one, I think? I think so. so. Yeah. I, it came in like a box yeah. set. That was the last one I watched. Were they on now? Like six? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so... Right. Yeah, it's got the, the new one's Dead Reckoning Part 1. Yeah. So they're going to have a, they're gonna have a yeah. second part. I think it's like the the last it better be. two films. <laughs> he's, he's getting old, dude. Oh, it, it's crazy because like, I, could, I could see like in the movie, you could tell he's had like a facelift. Well, I mean, 60-something, you know, yeah. They, they didn't try to hide it at all. I mean, it was still a cool movie. I really enjoyed it. So the action was there, but I'm sure... Dude, it it felt... Um, over the top, mo- just to guess. No. No? no. I mean... I, I would have thought, like, Fast and Furious, yeah. over the top. Oh, no. Come no. on, no. Okay. Have, you, have you seen the last one? The new no. Dude, I, I haven't Fast seen the last X. two. Dominic Toretto oh, picks fast? up a, No, I, yeah, I think fast. I stopped after like Tokyo Drift the third one. Dominic Toretto picks up a car with one arm and flips it. It's possible. He, he has two um, helicopters that like grappling hooks through his, the doors of his car and he swung them around like a wrecking ball destroying everything. It was Miley Cyrus's wrecking ball plane? Should have been. God, should have been. That would have been the, the positive <laughs> but yeah, no, it, uh, obviously, you know, there's some over-the-top action, but nothing in there is really, like, impossible, like the title is just Yes, but, um, <laughs> so, basically, the premise is there's, there's this AI that these Russians were using to help them, I guess, in, like, like, with battle tactics and strategy, it goes rogue, and it sets everybody up, like the whole Mission Impossible, you know, people all like, like, they're they're getting beat pretty bad, like, and no one's safe. Like, you, you don't get a sense of there's plot armor in this movie. There's not. There's really not. Like, you, you don't. It's it's really unpredictable what this thing's gonna do. And then you realize like there's really nothing that they could do without this certain thing that they have to get, you know. But then once they get that thing, like. Where does it go? You know, what does it do? Like I like once I have it, I don't know where I need to go after that. So it <laughs> it's kind of like oh, this is kind of getting a little little sketchy for okay. these people in the movie. It was pretty good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, okay. I, I enjoyed it. So I yeah. definitely like earlier Tom Cruise. I think better than his later stuff. Well, at least maybe like early Millennium Tom Cruise, I probably stopped, and then maybe like later on, like 2010 or so, I feel like he finally started to do some decent ones again. Yeah. Just uh, drop your phone too while you're at it. <laughs> another, another thing that, another movie I really enjoyed him in 
other than Oblivion, which I think is extremely underrated. Is that the um, one where he has that like suit kind of no, thing? No, that's Edge of Tomorrow. Okay, yeah, that's that what was I was about cute. to say. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow was so cool, and I hope they make a second one. And then was it uh, fucking, was it like Collateral with like Jamie Foxx? Remember, he's kind of like a yeah, killer, yeah, yeah, and he has yeah. like gray hair and a gun or whatever. That that's, was cool. That's on my watch list. I haven't seen it. Okay. The, it's cool. I saw it in a video where sidearm instructors were using that scene where he basically he, he pulls the pistol from his side and shoots like two or three guys. Yeah. They they said that he his form and movement was so perfect that it's like a perfect example for how you're supposed to draw a weapon like that. Yeah, and it, it um, almost has like a modern western feel or something. Really? You know, yeah, yeah. You know, like how a six shooter was, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. What else do you watch? Uh, I saw the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Uh, I'm not a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's. I've never played it. I was curious. Um, I, I played it one time. I didn't think that there was anything special about oh, it. All it, right, was no, a cool, it was a cool. It was a cool concept, yeah. you know. And then they started making more and more of them. Yeah, and yeah. Books and backstories, which always. You know, yeah, it's it's not for me. Um, but my my sister-in-law, she's like 13, 12, 13 years old. Yeah. She's into it a lot. You know, obviously those games and stuff are, you know... They're everywhere right they're, now. They're yeah. really for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I went and saw... I took her as a surprise to go see the movie. And, um, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of digging it for about 30 to 45 minutes. It kind of reminded me of, uh, like, Jersey Willie's Wonderland, the Nick Cage movie. <laughs> it kind of looked like something no, like that. But that, game, that I, movie was cool. I want to watch it. Yeah, it's I worth love, a watch. I don't care what anyone said. I will watch anything Nicolas Cage is in. Because... Just, just don't fun. watch Pay the Ghost. That's one where he's like underground with like these homeless people, and there's like a ghost, and there's like this weird bridge over this like ghostly swamp thing. It's I'm gonna it's, watch it. It's really bad. I'm but then again, you know me, I like bad movies. But, but Nicholas Cage, man, he he uh, he, he has Arizona. fun with everything he does. He, Raising he Arizona. Uh, I didn't care for his Wicker Man. I like the '70s one more. That's just me. I like his Wicker Man, especially the scene where he's in a bear suit. The TG's their own, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. It's probably been since it came out and, yeah. like, I rented it. No, the, the movie's bad. It. The Wicker yeah. Man, it's, it's really From what bad. what I remember, it was bad. I just like that one scene because it's, it's so ridiculous. It's hilarious. Um, uh, Ghost Rider was pretty stupid. I always thought that's just me. I, I like it. You know me. I'm not the biggest comic yeah. book guy. It just yeah. depends. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, Most you watch. Five Nights at Freddy's, you know, yeah. it's like a, a good return for uh, Matthew Lillard. Um, yeah, I haven't seen him. Okay, cool. The last thing I saw him in... Without a paddle, probably. 13 Ghosts. Oh, well, that was like 20 years ago. Yeah, I haven't it's really cool. seen him in any... I mean, we watched Scooby-Doo. Uh, I was about to say Scooby-Doo, SLC Punk, of course, yeah. uh, without a paddle. Yeah. yeah. Watching the Scooby-Doo movies, it's not that I'm yeah. an adult. A guilty pleasure, I guess, even though they're pretty they're bad. They're stupid. Yeah, they are stupid. <laughs> but I yeah. enjoy them. I enjoy them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, so the, the main <clears throat> character has this whole backstory... And I find it very interesting. It gave me um, kind of a black phone okay. um, oh, the, vibe. Oh, the knock one. Yeah. I haven't watched that one yet. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Okay. It's it's like it's like it's like a story and a horror really? story done right. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. it's got a really interesting concept. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, and then how you know an event that happened when he was a child has affected him as an adult. He's got these bigger responsibilities. Yeah, modern serial killers, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he, uh, he, his parents aren't there anymore, and he's, he's got to watch his sister, who's significantly younger than he is, and he's struggling with a job because he's got anger issues. He's 
anxiety and stuff like that. And welcome to the real world. <laughs> yeah, and I, I really liked his backstory because it was it was kind of a mystery, mm-hmm. and then it, it ties into the overall main story, you know, pretty well. Um, and then it started getting into okay, this is like now it's getting to where it's for kids, and I'm like okay, this is getting a little ridiculous. Oh, there was a character in this movie I wanted to punch her in the face. She was pissing me off. She was like, okay, she would just show up. Like, okay, like she's a police officer, right? How the fuck does she have the keys to this place? All right, she just keeps showing up there. She's a janitor at night, that's Yeah, fine. and like, it's like, like, he wouldn't even be at work yet and she's there. I'm like, he's not asking, well, how the fuck she's getting in? Yeah. You know, I, I might have missed something in the movie because I, I did drink a little bit. But, um, and she was just like, I'm trying to protect you. And he's like, for what? And she was like, oh, just, you're not listening to me. I'm like, what? Just tiptoeing around the question, you know, the whole, yeah. Like, mm. But yeah, um, it it could have been a lot worse. And I was very surprised. I'd give it like a five or a six. Out I of ten. believe it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're making five of them, I think. Of course. Five or seven, something like that. Yeah, probably offshoots from the video games to tie it all in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The good thing is Matthew Lillard signed for three movies, so. Oh, the three within that yeah. franchise? Okay. Yeah. Okay, well. I mean, he needs the money, dude. I haven't seen him act in, I don't know, years. Yeah, he's, he's such a, a rare soul. He's so, yeah. I, just, I don't know if you've seen him in interviews, but he's so kind. He's he seems dude. like a nice guy, yeah. yeah. Um, I watched the uh, Super Mario anime from the 80s. It was right after like the first movie or game came out in between yeah. the second game. And uh, it's free on YouTube. And it really doesn't make any sense. Uh, you're, uh, I mean, I guess for just being, you know, a Nintendo fanboy, I mean, I'd say watch it, but... Which one's better, the anime or the Oh, the new the movie's fantastic. Well, the 80s, I, I have a soft spot for that one. With John Lee Guzano and Bob Hoskins and, uh, fuck, what was it, uh, Dennis Hopper, right? Yeah, is yeah. That Koopa? Yeah, I, it's bad, but I love that movie. The new uh, one's great. The new one's fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, I did too. Um, but, uh... I mean, if you're just curious, it's on YouTube. It's about an hour and ten minutes. Um, it's so it's not like a show. It's no, a it's, it's a cartoon. It, I think it's before like the Super Mario Brothers TV show came okay. out. And uh, it, like I said, it's an anime, so it's all subtitled, uh, you know, via Japanese to English. Um, they get sucked into the TV, and there's like weird, obscure characters that aren't in anything else except for this movie. <laughs> SpongeBob shows up. What? Yeah, right. For, yeah, <laughs> ten years prior. Um, it, it, if you want to watch something bizarre, then watch the Super Mario anime. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I like bizarre. I do too. I watched Red Eye. Um, that is a 2005 Killian Murphy. Film. Huh? Killian Murphy, right? Yeah. On a plane. Yeah, it, it's okay. I'm not the biggest Wes Craven fan unless it's yeah. like Nightmare on Elm Street. And I yeah. know everybody loves Scream, and I know a lot of my listeners probably like Scream too. My wife's been on like a Scream craze here recently. I've only seen, I think, maybe the first one. Maybe yeah. the first two or three, and I don't remember them. I, I hear three and four and five or whatever. I hear the last one's decent. Though. I don't remember the first one, and we tried to watch it the other day. I, just, I was so tired, I fell asleep. Because I, um, I feel like when I watch Slashers, man, like I just enjoy whether they have a motive or not. Like practical effects, which we've talked before, to me there doesn't really have to be a story, and I like watching the stupid acting, you know, like, and clearly <laughs> Drew Barrymore at the beginning. Right. Well, I mean, not just that, but what's different about Scream, what I think is really cool, is that they decided to make it meta and break the fourth wall. And they're like, hey, you can't do drugs in this movie. Hey, you can't have sex. That's how you die. And then, like, you know, it's basically a whole game of Clue. They're trying to figure out who yeah. did it and what the motive is. And it, 
I guess I just wasn't ready for that considering all I've watched is just shitty slashers that I yeah. love more, you know? <laughs> it's not that Scream isn't yeah. great and I can see the impact that it's made, it's just it's not yeah. my cup of tea. Uh, I watched Genocyber because I've been watching a lot of like OVA animes from like the 80s and 90s and they're all maybe anywhere between two to five episodes each. And uh, Genocyber is kind of like if you've ever seen Akira or Akira, however they uh, pronounce it. I'm aware of it. It's like that meets kind of like Terminator meets like Navy of the year 2300. So it's, it's kind of like a. It's a trip, dude. Um, it, it was like a cool. cyberpunkish yeah. Terminator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And with like a modern Navy, and there's clearly this like little girl who gets uh, saved, and then there's this giant like mutated fucking thing that's on this uh, ship. Like the way that they modernized their uh, the U.S. like aircraft carrier, it was pretty cool. Like the bow was like split, so it had like different cats go out. Yeah, it was kind of cool. But uh, so the, yeah, so like it was the just, one that was in the Avengers movie, it flew. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it was interesting. I'd say check out Genocyber. I think I love that stuff though. The earlier. VAs because it's just so overly violent the dialogue is definitely there in explanation and exposition and it's just overly like sexualized and for some reason I just like watching that I don't know because I just feel like a lot of anime now is watered down yeah. but I get it it's a different generation things that you can see obviously it's made in Japan and then they have to go through hoops to get it over here yeah. and, screen, and obviously it loses I think it's luster in dialogue and anyway I think that's why I like Ghost in the Shell so much you know yeah. it's older you know yeah. it's more it's gritty yeah the way that I feel like it should be. I feel like if you like that, you should watch uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I don't think I've watched that. Yeah, it's a it's it's a newer one. It's on Netflix. Okay. Um, it's actually really fucking good. Yeah, and obviously I played the game. Um, a lot. I just recently beat the DLC and stuff, so I was already into it, and mm -hmm. I watched it, and I, I really enjoyed it. And it's it's over-sexualization it's extremely yeah. violent yeah and stuff like that it's funny too I, so. I like that yeah and then they throw like dark humor in there too yeah it's cool um, I mentioned to you that I started Asteroid City I didn't finish it and it's like segmented and it feels like a 50s film and I think that's probably the way that Wes Anderson designed it and it's almost like sets as if there's just the one wall here okay whatever and like this wall's taken out and they're filming it and then like they'll move like to like another set it's just kind of cool. Like it, it's like it's like it's um, just really artsy. It's like, like his it. art style. Yeah. It's like his films. He likes it. And I, I love it. It's something. Yeah. It's like a it, every time I watch one of his films, it's like a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like they they can be dark, you yeah. know, and stuff, but they're still funny, and it's like smart humor too. Mm -hmm. It's not. You know, it it's is. Stupid, yeah. You know, um, that's why I love Grand Budapest Hotel so much because sure. like, like I love Rushmore. It's not just something really stupid. It's just. Just the situations, the conversation, yeah. they're just funny. Mm -hmm. I, just, I find them enjoyable. You know? um, of course, Scarlett Johansson's in it. As I mentioned, Edward Norton. I saw Brian Cranston, uh, Jason Schwartzman. He's always in his movies, too. Like Rushmore and whatnot, at Royal Ten Bombs, all that. Um, I saw Matt Dillon was in it. I think the last thing I told you I watched with him in it was The House of Jack Bill. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> you can if you want. I mean, <laughs> I already talked about it on my episode. Uh, I It was okay. I'm a tough critic, though, when it comes yeah. to stuff like that. What you so what? Uh, what you got for next topic, but um, or you can fucking yeah. keep going movies. Well, I, I that's, just want to ask you because that's pretty much what I watch. Because yeah. I mean, pertaining to my show, I usually I pull you know up some information in regards to those movies and I talk about it. But uh, I'm pretty much a shoot from the hip as far yeah. as what I talk about. So um, what? What? So I, I I I didn't ask you. I know you kind of told me, but what did you like 
think about the house that Jack built. Just not like the way it's shot. I know you're not super into super artsy. It just depends on the movie. Stuff. Um, like, because I mean, I've watched you know uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man. I've watched a Holy Mountain and yeah. El Topo. Those are incredibly artsy and just fucking bizarre. But, yeah. Uh, what do you think about the whole story and stuff like that? And uh, it was cool, and I, I had a feeling that it was Uma Thurman, the one in the car that oh, yeah. sits in the face. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh yeah, and then you see her name at the end of the credits, and I was like, okay, I was right. Um, I guess I didn't feel the need for them to break down everything, like how he like you know goes to the museum, and he's looking at art or whatever. <laughs> and I just felt like that was unnecessary yeah. plot device. That's just me. I felt like something like that could have been explained, like maybe while he's dragging a body or something, but. Uh, uh, I understand the um, underlying aspects to convey a particular point. I just yeah. felt like it was oversensitized, perhaps. That's just me. Like, so instead of it being a two and a half hour movie, it probably could have been an hour and 40 or something. Maybe, yeah. You know, like yeah. a director's cut, if you will. You know, something like that. Did you watch the director? The, the I don't remember one? which one I watched. It was like two and a half hours. So, the biggest distinction between the theatrical release and like, I think the unreleased release, release thing, right? you actually, like, when he kills the kids, you actually see, like, the kids like head get popped yeah I think and, he shot him I saw that yeah and then you, you actually see like when he shoots the other kid in the leg you actually see the leg like fly off okay so maybe I didn't see that yeah it, it, <laughs> it's a disturbing movie um and I think Matt Dillon did a fantastic job I'm just scared that he kind of cause I, I don't know if he's a method actor but I'm scared a movie like that would seize him well yeah not yeah. like make him go crazy but like it would kind of prevent him from getting any other serious roles oh, like that. You could say the same thing, that's how I felt about yeah. like Johnny Depp, for example, yeah. you know, like Jack Sparrow. I feel like everything he plays now is that particular character yeah. of you know, sorts. Um, but but I, I, I love the house that Jack built. Mm -hmm. um, I can see why you mean, like, you didn't have to explain everything. Uh, I mean, like I said, I yeah. enjoyed it for what it was. I just felt like it was maybe too much, per se, yeah. you know, to an extent. Um, uh, my favorite aspect of the whole movie is the fact that Verge, the person in his mind, represents yeah. like his subconscious. Like he yeah, knows he's, he's the end, right? a horrible yeah. person. In that like you know, yeah, ice box kind yeah, of Yeah, and then it, it kind of leads into like Dante's Inferno stuff. Yeah, and kind of, yeah. You know, Virgil yeah. guides you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, stuff like that. I thought that was... And then at the end, it just his own ego mm -hmm. got him killed. Yeah. Because he, he, he made him a great offer. Like... This is not where you're supposed to be. I, I showed you it anyway. I, I think my favorite was when he was with that blonde girl in the apartment. He like closes the door and he's like, "Scream all you want." Yeah, you know, yeah. Like that was. Yeah. That was very much like. was like probably what a serial killer would do. Yeah. That know? was like the height of his. And then he just slams the fucking titty on the dashboard. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. yeah he, he he at that point he felt so untouchable because he just he kept getting away with it. And it was a cop car too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Was, uh, so that definitely. Yeah. He put it underneath the windshield. Yeah, that was probably my favorite part. Too. I was like, "Holy." <laughs> shit like yeah, yeah. it's just crazy to yeah. yeah um but yeah no it was it was wild and like the, the fact that he had like um ocd mm -hmm. and so he kept thinking like oh did i clean everything yeah, up yeah, yeah. And i was like the oh, cherry leg oh, yeah. like, i feel yeah. that like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I mean, there was definitely some takeaways that i enjoyed for yeah. sure What'd yeah. You, what'd you think about <laughs> after he kills that lady in the house? After he goes has that OCD episode? Oh, he just drags her down the fucking yeah. street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they kept playing. Uh, what was it? Um, fuck. They kept playing the uh, the David Bowie song. I'm trying to remember what uh, 
Fame. Oh Fair yeah. Fame. Yeah. 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 I just kept like I kept I was watching, I kept getting up and I was like, I didn't think Which, which was another yeah. indication of his ego, you know, because yeah. he got yeah. famous, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it, right, and, and that's stuff. one thing that I do like about artsy directors is they clearly think about every element all together. It's not just like narrow-minded, yeah. like where they're like, "I hope this works the way that I want it to." They clearly thought it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it uh, definitely had good takeaways that I enjoyed. I just I think it was just the longevity of it and just the over explanation. It is a pretty long movie. Yeah. And you and I both know, like, modern attention spans for movies nowadays for people. It's like five minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I you know people. Uh, my my buddy just saw Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, I've been wanting to, but he said he's like it's four like four hours, dude. Yeah, he's like it's like three and a half hours yeah. long, something like that. He was yeah. like, he was like, don't get me wrong, he was like it's long. He's like it's an amazing movie, but he uh-huh. said he was like, he's like I got annoyed because he was like there's like ten minute dialogue scenes and stuff like that, and I was just like, I like that. I still think the one that did it the best is probably uh, Lincoln with Daniel Day-Lewis. The whole movie is just talking, but they oh, yeah. managed to accomplish, yeah. I feel like, something that just Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen that, but I, I heard about it. It's just yeah. nothing but dialogue. Yeah, like that's any, all it is, but you know, it was but fantastic. I like it. I, yeah. I like that. You know, you could have a deep or, like, a philosophical conversation yeah. with somebody, you know, and you're like, wow. Like, right. You can kind of pick someone apart. It kind of threw you back to like how older movies were done in like the fifties and sixties with like you know Jimmy Stewart, Cary Grant, and all that. Like that's what they had because they didn't have necessary special effects yeah. or uh, practical effects. for sure or yeah. a particular budget to incorporate what they wanted to. And that's what I think I love about like how some plays have been incorporated into films, or at least how Alfred Hitchcock was able to direct. Yeah. Like uh, Rope was probably one of my favorite um, Hitchcock films because it basically just takes place in an apartment. And he utilizes like the window in the background to convey, you know, over time, like day and night and so forth. And you know, they're trying, yeah, it's just it's fantastic. That and uh, Sidney Poitier's uh, *Raisin in the Sun*. It just it literally takes place in an apartment, and it yeah. was a play before. And it's just I don't know, it's just wonderful acting for the time, yeah. the way that they're able to convey the story. But yeah, I, I miss uh, definitely old films. I have some on my phone. I need to watch. I just haven't watched them. Uh, what else you got, but? Uh, well, so, uh, you know, me and my wife, we look for, um, uh, like, movies all the time, like, streaming services, sure. you know, and stuff like that, and I, she's big into horror, you know, and I, I'm always looking for an obscure, good horror movie. I'll tell you something. There's not, there's not a lot on streaming services. You got Shudder? I do. Dead Street. I do. I know, I know. I think I told you that one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I got to get on that. I keep forgetting that it's part of the AMC Plus yeah. on Amazon Prime. Uh, okay. um, but I, I found like um, a lot of shitty horror movies. I'm talking shitty, really stupid. I love them. They start with the word the, yeah. like, I don't know, the ritual. Well, that was actually a pretty fucking movie. Um, you know, like. <laughs> The sacrifice, the this, the that. Uh, like, it's the, always the stupid. convent. That's what I've been wanting to watch. And but. I'm just like, I'm like, I, I've just made a connection with shitty horror movies and the word the at the beginning of the actual title yeah. of the movie. I just want to. It, it just it pisses me off. <laughs> I don't know why, but God, it's like I I I, be, I I'll scroll for hours looking for something. I'm, I'll read about it and it's like, ah. and I just feel like the rate like people. Send me final and just shoot me a message. Like, hey, what would you think of this one? I'll be like, I'll tell you. A lot of these ratings on these streaming websites, I'm pretty sure, are they're rated by viewers. 
right? Yeah, of course. Rotten Tomatoes. So you 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 get a movie that's like uh, I don't know, like the Ouija board. Yeah. The, the Ouija trials, and they're like, oh, trials. it's so good, you gotta watch it! Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, and it's like, oh, it's got four and a half stars. I'm yeah. like, well, it's gotta be good, and I watch it. It's the, it's the biggest pile of shit I've ever watched, and people just think it's so good. Yeah. Because people, people nowadays, they, they, they go away from trying to have a deep horror film, something like The Whaling, like, very deep, very emotional. Yeah, and it's talking about the Korean one, Japanese, yes, or Korean. Yeah. Uh, Richard's Korean. Yeah. Fantastic film. I love it. As long as hell. I think I have it. But fuck, it's good. And they don't have the attention span, like you said earlier, to focus on something. They just want jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. They they want to feel afraid when they drive home after the movie. Who keeps making those is what James Wan. Like, I haven't seen The Nun 2, but I have a feeling that's all it is. Just jump scares. Yeah, it's on HBO Max, and I wanted to watch it the other night, but I, I was like, you already know what you're getting into. Yeah. Probably yeah, nothing great. I know. It's just, I, I've watched all of the content movies. Like, you owe it to yourself to finish it. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, and I just, it, it's fucking hard to find anybody that makes good horror films. Yeah. You know, um, like, the, the best horror films I've seen in recent years would be, like, Talk to Me, just came out fantastic. I was about to mention that. I thought it was great, too. Yeah, it was fantastic. Different. Yeah, yeah it was different, you know. Uh, it took its time, but it didn't take too long. You know? No, it, no, it was almost like maybe ten minutes in, and then you see like the weird euphoric, yeah. you know, uh, hallucinate. Yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, you know, and I thought Black Phone was brilliant. Uh, no, really, really interesting concept. It, it, you know, so like, so okay, I, it's not really spoiled, but there's ghosts in the movie. That's not the scary part. Yeah. It's just the the, the feel of the film. Uh, kind of put themselves into the child that got kidnapped by some fucking weird ass guy. That's a good movie though if you feel for that character. Yeah, I'm like, damn. I was like, I I can't even imagine how I would feel if I was in his position at his age. You know, and stuff like that and and, oh man, they do something really cool in that movie. You should watch it. You're going to love it. Um, But, uh, you know, that, um, a lot of the a twenty four horror is good because they I feel like they just understand it, you know. Yeah. To uh, an extent. Hereditary yeah. thought it was great. Yeah, that was like the only Ari Aster film that I really liked. So yeah. That Midsummer was trash. Yeah, I mean, people say the lighthouse is a horror. It's really not. It's, no, it's just like two dudes jacking off in a lighthouse. <laughs> That's really what it was. Like. I I, I thought it was great because it, it was it had it had a lot to do with like Greek mythology. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, and. It is you know what I'm talking about? It yeah, it just, it was like... You know, he was like, you don't like me, lobster? He's like, yeah. fuck you, basically. Yeah, it was just like, I was like, Robert Pattinson and um, Ryan Cranston. And, I, yeah. and I, I love seeing Robert Pattinson come out of this, the show. Yeah, he's been Twilight, in, yeah. The Twilight show. <laughs> the fucking baby that you showed me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think oh, about that good. fucking baby more than I should. I was watching, actually, uh... The first like one or two Twilights with uh, my girl, and she was like curious. She was like, "I always hear whatever yada yada about these films." And, I don't know. It's like midnight, and I had work, you know, the next day. Yeah. And I was like, "Dude, I'm going to bed." So and I, she, I think she stayed up and watched all of them. She's like, "I'm addicted now." I was like, "Really?" So I was like, "I'm gonna have to sit there and watch those." I'll yeah, they're tell you about they're it. not good, <laughs> but they're like it's like fun to watch them because they're so just yes, dumb. it's so okay. it's so ridiculous. Like he says. Hold on tight, Spider Monkey. It proceeds to climb a fucking tree with no one's back. And I, I saw it was like a post or something 
um, my wife told me about it. It was like, um, it was, she saw it on like Instagram or Facebook. It was like, hear me out. I'm going to write a Wattpad story about Twilight, but it's going to be from Edward's family perspective, right? And it was just imagine, you know, you're from the perspective of like the mom of the family, and she and she's like a couple miles down the woods because they have like really crazy hearing. Yeah. And he just hears him saying, "Hold on tight, Spider Monkey," and they're all just laughing at him. But he's clueless to think they're just making fun of him the whole time. <laughs> well, I mean, it was just like, and then Kristen Stewart's acting is like just unbearably Dude, just ridiculous. She gave me anxiety. She she was blinking way too fucking much in that it's movie. Just like, I don't know. It's just. There, there. People make videos like making fun of her acting in it, like the things she did in the movie. Like, there's one that I remember particularly where she's standing there. She has a glass of water. She fills it up, takes a sip. She just like looks at it, and just pours it out. I mean, it's just <laughs> because I mean she's got another movies, and I want to say it was like The Runaways. It was like the Joan Jett, uh, I think, story, if I'm not mistaken. I want to say she was in that. Uh, you know, Joan Jett, The Blackhearts. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I watched it. Um, I like her in American Ultra. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like since those films, she's definitely had better acting chops. Underwater was really cool. I feel like if I had, like, a multiple choice, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that movie that she's in, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Now, here's one that might bring you back, but The Messengers, way back in the day, a horror film that had her in it. I don't think it's so. like, moving into this new house. It's, like, super haunted and stuff. No. Uh, I have to rewatch the game because I don't know if it's actually good. Yeah, that's how I feel about, like, Nicole Kidman's, like, The Others. I remember... It was cool when it came I out. I haven't seen it since that, I was That's a, a part of the Criterion Collection now. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not to buy it. Because, um, yeah, no, I I love that movie. I, I love the, the the switch from them being the family into it being like... It was almost like Sixth Sense Part Two. Yeah. In, in a way. Because of that Sixth reveal, Sense. you know? I love yeah. Sixth Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Shit happened as a child. Well, I mean, you were a kid. The scene where he's in the car and there's yeah. a car accident. Yeah, I was maybe 11 actually when that came out. Yeah, it was a twist at that yeah. ending after I watched it, but when I got older, it broke mm-hmm. the fucking heart. It was, it was a big deal, man, that yeah. film when it came out. But, uh, yeah, since you mentioned The, now we're like meeting movies with The, and, you know, like Well, because there, there are some good ones. Mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of good ones. The Church, man, kicks ass. Uh, McKelly Swabby, who's, uh, did a lot of, like, the Giallo type stuff in the 80s and whatnot, and, uh, would help direct or produce and do special effects. The Church is one of those, like, Gothic horror, you know, maybe it's it's corny practical effects, but I love that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think I have any other VHSs that I need to watch other than uh, I picked up Dreamcatcher. I remember that movie. It's been a long time. I started watching that. Uh, it's interesting. I got like halfway into it. That's one that's like Alaska or Canada or something. It's like snowy out. Is it me? Oh, whatever. So. It's all the same. Game. I don't know. I think it might be. That's the one that has. Stephen King, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Dairy Maid, probably. That's the one that I think has it like it's like a bluish black cover and it has Dreamcatcher yeah, on yeah. it. It's like a mountain yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, he's like on like a canoe. Or mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and it almost has like the thing kind of vibes to it because I think there's like this weird alien. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's about the alien that like, yeah. gets in your dream and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I haven't seen it since it came out, and I was like, oh, dude, I'll buy it from VHS or why not? Yeah. And I was trying to save it last one in my VHS file that I have to rewatch because yeah. I haven't seen that probably since it came out. Yeah, no, I, you know, there's, there's, like I said, there's not a lot of people good doing horror nowadays, and I think Mike Flanagan, you know, does like Honey Hill House, I don't know if you've uh-huh. done that before. Yeah. Uh, he just did The Fall of the House of Usher, okay. and just got released on um, it's a remake. Netflix, yeah. yeah. 
so obviously it, it's got to do with. Um, so I think the old one was Vincent Price. Yeah, it's Ed, Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Um, very heavy. Uh, it wasn't really that creepy. It was extremely interesting. Mm -hmm. um, stuff. Well, there was definitely some creepy parts. And he, okay. I think he, he's really good at what the fuck is that in the background. Okay. He's very good at that. And I think. Diverging your eyes. Yeah. You know, like when you see a character go, like they're talking to somebody yeah. face to face, like me and you are right now, and the character's like just looking behind the person. You're like, turn like, around. And the person's yeah. like, what are you looking what? at? Yeah. And then they turn around, there's no one there, and the guy's just like, yeah. You know, he okay. shiver me timbers, you know? <laughs> but, uh, you know, and and he's, he's so good at like the long, drawn out dialogue okay. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it wasn't as scary as Hill House um, or Blind Manor, really, um, or even like midnight mass but fuck man there there are some scenes that he does that, like 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 Hollywood House has jump scares mm -hmm. all I does too but they're not false jump scares they're, it's actually something it there up, I guess yeah. more or less yeah yeah and um you know and and he's so good at the quiet something's lurking in the dark yeah um stuff like that and I feel like that is a, like a a way of horror filmmaking that no one knows anymore because they know no one's going to watch it because all, I feel like 90% of the horror movies that are released nowadays are to capture that teen audience to come in True. and make them PG-13. Of course, or uh, remakes or yeah. perhaps run out of ideas, for example, too. Yeah. I mean, because uh, you have me thinking of like two, uh, Ty West, um, Pearl I thought was better than X. X was okay, but I needed that explanation prior. And it was yeah. interesting. I, I, it has obviously horrific elements, but it's not like straight up horror. It's a little bit more of a story-driven type of film. Yeah, it's got like some slasher elements. Yeah, too, yeah. yeah. And you know, and weird sexualization with like that scarecrow. Correct. Yeah. You know, and uh, I know the new one's coming. Like Maxine, I think is the new yeah. one that's coming out. You should finish uh, that trilogy. I mean, and I guess I mean, if my listeners like, I, I mean, Jordan Peele, I liked Get Out. I felt like the other movies after that were stupid, just personally. I thought Us I, and Nope were dumb. I, I love Nope. Okay. Mainly because it, yeah, it, it's an alien story, whatever, yeah. but in different environment. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's much smaller scale. Um, and the fact that he uses a lot of sound yeah. in that movie that like the screaming in the sky I was like oh you know that was a little creepy yeah. you know and the fact that they were look they were looking for something but they weren't really sure what they were looking for sure. at first you know they had ideas and stuff like that and I think his um, the idea to make it an actual being not just a ship yeah. was very cool mm -hmm. um, and the fact that it wasn't the alien wasn't so smart that they couldn't yeah. fight against it you know they very quickly figured out how to you know protect themselves defend themselves against it and stuff like that and I thought that that was very smart as well yeah. um, it, 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 it's, it's like a boss battle you know how to beat the boss it's just got a lot of health that's pretty much the sometimes yeah, yeah. And, or you gotta grind or whatever. And it, it, I feel like, you know, it's like, it was very unexpected too, because I was like, oh, they hurt it really bad, and yeah. then it fucking transformed, mm -hmm. and I was like, that's fucking cool. It kind of looked like an angel. 
yeah. too. So it's cool. It's probably supposed to. Yeah, yeah. and um, you know, I, I love Get Out. I, I didn't like Us as much as or no. no, I love Nope. I didn't like Us as much as I liked um, Nope or Get Out. Yeah. Um, I still thought it was real cool. The the whole um, like follow the white rabbit kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Uh, I guess I liked the doppelganger aspect of like you know they would wear like a certain white black T-shirt and then the other person would have a black and white T-shirt and it was just the whole symbolism that was kind of cool. But I just thought it was a poor story. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seemed you know original yeah. um, and stuff like that. Uh, I, I don't think any of his movies are bad. Recent game I played and beat, I played uh, ICO. You know what I'm talking about? It's actually the um, prequel to uh, Shadow of Colossus, or a spiritual prequel. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, it's a pretty short game, maybe three to six hours. I think I beat it in about five or six hours. Um, I talked about it before on an episode that I did that I was about halfway through it. I finally beat it. Um, I think that. Kingdom Hearts probably had influence from this game because the minions that are in it kind of look like the Heartless. They come out of the ground like the Heartless and they're like these black creature things with like blue eyes. And she, yeah, they can grab the uh, protagonist's um, girl that he's with, which is like this shadowy figure that's supposed to be like the soul to this like other woman who obviously wants to use her for her own benefit to, I guess, basically uh, create new life in her so she's young again. Yeah. And, uh, it was a really cool story. It was fun puzzle platforming. The only thing that sucked was the game mechanics. The, the buttons are trash. You jump as triangle. I think the original one was like that too. I believe it because yeah. I played it on PS3. My, yeah, my, my brother played it on PS2. Yeah. And that God, game was ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah, it it's is a like, visual feast. It it's really used, cool. It had to have used so much power from that PlayStation. And like, like I said, it's a short game too. It's not very long at all. Um, it's kind of like Zelda meets like Portal is how I feel. It's just puzzle platforming, you know, yeah. and it, it makes you think. Yeah, you, you, you can tell like Breath of the Wild and Tears of Kingdom. Yeah. a lot of inspiration sure. from Shadow of the Colossus. Um, I like that a lot. And I I played Shadow of the Colossus years ago. I never beat it though. I got to the last Colossi. I just never finished it. I don't know why. I definitely intend to go back to that. I, I never played it. Uh, I played. Haven't beat yet, but um, Horizon Zero Dawn mm -hmm. kind of has like, a similar aspect. Okay. Uh, that's really cool. Uh, I just beat the Spider-Man game, the one that came out in 2018. The Miles Morales or whatever? No, the one before it. Oh, the one on PS4? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a great game. Yeah, I yeah. just beat it. I, I stopped doing side quests because I was like... There's not that many, though. No, and I was just it's like... It's rather linear. I'm yeah. gonna, I was like, I'm just going to do all main missions because I need to get Miles Morales and beat it, too. <laughs> so I got to get that soon and play it. Um, I just beat Resident Evil 4 Remake again. <laughs> I got the infinite rocket launcher. Oh, nice. Like oh, you, so you probably game. blew through it then. Oh, fuck. I beat it in under eight hours. That's but, fast. But, so I, I went through a playthrough. I got about a little over halfway through. I got to where the regenerators are. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm close. Because it's $2 million yeah. by that thing. And I've been, like, getting all the, the little things <laughs> and putting the jewels in them and selling them for Does really high Does it still have the blue plates that you can shoot or whatever, like in the original? Yeah. 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 yeah I remember that. The yeah. medallion. Room. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much in the same spots. Okay. Um, you shoot so, the crows and yeah, like, ammo I, sometimes. I shot a couple of, right, I sold a couple of my weapons that I don't need anymore after I got it. And it's getting over two million. And I bought it and just blew them fucking bitches. The generator's sky fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> 
for the whole game. Yo, I, I two-tapped Sadler at the end of the game. I shot him one time, got to a cutscene, and then it was a cutscene where Ada tosses you the rocket launcher. He was a pretty easy him. boss, I felt like, though. Yeah, uh, have you played the remake? No, I've only so played the original. The, the, boss fight, the boss fight is a lot longer okay. at the end of it, so it's like a two-parter. So you'll fight him at the beginning, and then you'll, the, like, the area will open up. Yeah. So you'll be jumping and running around everywhere, because, like, it takes a lot to get him to the cutscene. There's like an upper level and then you're in like the lower level and he's like this weird creature thing. That's all I remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, pretty much the same ending. Uh, um, you know, the jet ski or whatever. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, you, you have to run around different platforms. It's kind of like a platform mm -hmm. a little bit, you know. And, uh, the hardest part was, god damn, it took so much ammunition to kill Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck. And, you know, and, but beat it, what, four or five times now? The remake? It is a good game. It's... Honestly, I think it might be my favorite game. Yeah? Because I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, I've, I've replayed this game more than any other game. You ever had? Really? I, I have completely completed it on PS2, on the GameCube. I love that. I had it on GameCube first. And I did too. That's where it came I 100 percent it on the PS2. I got it for, it came out on the Xbox One, and I played it, I, I didn't, I didn't beat it on the Xbox One, it just, it felt too clunky. Really? Huh. Yeah, I was like, ah, I 100% on my Switch, and I'm going for the 100%. The one on Switch, that's just the GameCube port, or is uh -huh. it? Yeah, right, so, so it's the one on the 360. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so now I'm going for the 100% of the remake. Okay. <laughs> like hand cannon, everything. Oh, yeah. uh, right now, I'm doing a playthrough with my rocket launcher on hardcore. Nice. I meant to put it on professional. But I just love the, uh, yeah. the merch. My dad would sometimes just like, out of the blue, just like, what are you buying? Like, yeah, he would just say that shit. Hey, stranger. He's like, oh, yeah. welcome back. I'm looking for you. Yeah. yeah. No, dude, that motherfucker's steep. <laughs> <laughs> 5000 for a first aid spray. Yeah. <laughs> Good choice. So, inflation in Spain yeah. is insane, bro. <laughs> Like, it was just so revolutionary. Like, you know, you shoot their heads, and then that weird fucking five thing comes out. Yeah, it's just yeah. so, such a cool game. Yeah. Um, I had fun with five. To the Ashley scene, where you play as Ashley, uh, it's a lot longer. That's where you're kind of in, like, the castle, right? Yeah. You got, like, run by, like, knights and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Leon, so Leon, he gets stuck in a cage in the remake. Yeah. She, she didn't get captured, he got stuck in a cage. And, um,. He's like, fuck. She's like, I'll help. I'll find something. Yeah. So, so you go off. Obviously, you can't defend yourself. Yeah. And there's way, there are way more knights. Jesus Christ. And there's like a room in the dark, like, right? And they yeah, there's like yeah. a room of 12 of them. And you have to run around ringing all these bells. Yeah, I remember the bells, yeah. Um, the puzzle's way different. It's not like one of those little square puzzles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but luckily, I played it so many times. You already know what to do. I know the shortcut. Yeah. <laughs> You don't have to go through this. You can skip a whole section hmm. if you know the result of this puzzle. Okay. It's literally you have to turn the clock to a certain time. It's 11.05. You do that, it opens up like a door that's mm -hmm. a shortcut, Five. and you yeah. skip a whole section. And you go down there, you get your thing, go through the book. I remember, I think that's <laughs> the area where, like, it's that one guy that has, like, I think he's, like, chained up the zombie or something, and, like, Oh, oh yeah. fuck. That yeah. guy, and you have to like shoot yeah, him in the back or something. Yeah, they're. Um, that was a pain in the ass, that guy. They're. You know the room where you go in there and there's two of them? Mm -hmm. 
fuck that room. Yeah. It's so much harder in this game. Because, <laughs> like, in, in the older ones, the enemies, they stop respawning. Yeah. No, those fuckers kept jumping down yeah. regular enemies. So you're fighting those son of a bitches while you're trying to be quiet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I, have my, I have my fucking rocket launcher now. I'm about to go in there and blast everything. Well, <laughs> and then I'm trying to think, what was the other... Because I think I told you I tried doing that as well. I just got rid of everything and I just had the rocket launcher. And I got all the way up to, I think you're in like, I don't know, the bottom floor of this like cave or something. And it's like that weird black like sludgy thing that comes out of the ground. Oh, yeah. It's a boss battle. I remember. It, it, you're on like the cages that are Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a like, really narrow path to get Yeah, that's through. so, that's actually. That thing kept killing me, so I stopped playing. You know, the. So they, they clarified what that was uh, in the newer game. Yeah. Because the Separate Ways DLC just came out while we were playing as Ada. Uh, really good, by the way. Okay. Um, you, know, you know how you fight the, the bug thing that yeah. Salazar had? Yeah. The, that one was the other one huh. oh, in okay. the newer game. And you fight him, that boss fight, you're, you're playing as Ada in the DLC. Okay. Yeah. And he ain't no bitch. I didn't no. die, he almost whacked the shit yeah. out of me several times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, Great remake. It's actually up. It's actually up for the nominated game of the year. It won't win, but because I'm pretty sure Baldur's Gate. Otherwise, the only thing I've been playing was a Super Mario Wonder, and I had three. I heard that's up for the game of the year. Yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, it's almost like a uh, spiritual successor to like Super Mario World on Super Nintendo. It just has those vibes, the way that it's like 3D elemented, but clearly a 2D game. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, I it's want fun. fucking sunshine. I'm sure it'll probably it's happen. It's my favorite part of the game. Really? That game's hard, too. I know. Yeah. I haven't beat it. That's why Me I want a remake. <laughs> I have the uh, game guide for my original GameCube game. Like, and, uh, a remaster? That's fine. Yeah, I, they have that I can't. Yeah. I can't buy it on my... That was a limited time. Yeah, I can't and now buy it's anymore. one of those, I think, yeah. So otherwise, as far as uh, obscure Mario games, I always thought Mario Galaxy, like, 1 and 2 were probably my favorite. I really think too. Yeah, those are pretty fun. Uh, those I was able to beat. Now my... My favorite basketball game, Super Mario Slam Dunk on the DS. On the DS, I think I have that. Actually, yeah. It's so fun. Um, I was always more of an NBA hang time or NBA jam yeah. in terms of arcade. I, I like the NBA Street back in the day. NBA Street, it's NFL fun. Street is fun too. Yeah. Remember uh, NFL Blitz on the Of course, yeah. yeah. With all just meat heads. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. And then uh, you could like sack them like after they were already like, you know, tackling you. With <laughs> You're just jumping off. Yeah, we used to say like unsportsmanlike like, condo. Yeah, you yeah. could do that repeatedly. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. just fuck them that, up. That is a fun game. And then I had a MLB Blitz on the GameCube. They had a baseball Blitz? Yes. Huh. They called MLB Blitz. And he's like, oh my god, he's got an athlete's body. You got a fucking dude running across the field on fire. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he's got an athlete's Arcane body. Sports is just so much fun. What was the other one? Then there was like NHL hits. It was kind of like the same thing. Yeah, that was, that was a lot It's like the fun only too. baseball game I've ever played. Okay. I got a Ken Griffey for N64, and I love that. Especially the home run derby. Oh, that's fun. Uh, what do you got, man? What's your next topic there, guy? Uh, well... I want to talk about the uh, the fall of physical media, including uh, video games, movies. Uh, movies, that's already been kind of a thing. I mean, everything's fucking digital now. They still make movies for those of us that like to collect, but clearly it's a lot more limited number compared to physical games for the time being. Yeah. I think what's been coming a lot more, it kind of ties into what I was uh, talking about, like new age toys in reference to uh, like reissuing things. So you were talking like Street Sharks earlier, and as far as uh, collecting, 
I mean, clearly they're still making Funkos for fucking everything now. I never thought I was going to collect those. I like those. I do too. If the price is right. The first one. Nice. <laughs> the first one I got was uh, Morty from Rick and Morty. I think it was like $7 or like FedEx. And I just, ever since then, I've just been collecting those things. I have quite a few Batman ones. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I just, in terms of like physical collecting, I feel like that's what's really been making a resurgence is the idea behind toys. In terms of media, movies, it's very, very limited. And you almost sometimes even have to like order it from a particular website, whatever the production company is. Blu-rays.com. Correct. I mean, and then, because remember, obviously, VHSs, when they came out, they were all, give you a little history, they were expensive. Mm-hmm. And even though they made a lot of them, they were still expensive, even for that time of, you know, inflation, the cost of living back then in the 80s and 90s. And then what, probably, because I think DVDs died out, like, 2004, 2005, and it was DVDs for about a good 10 years. And then in between, they remember, they had the HD DVDs. Yeah. But those didn't last very long. No. Like, and then, it, then they were, like, Blu-rays. Yeah, the but first, they still make DVDs, though. The first time I saw the HD DVD was when 300 came out. I think it was Arkham for me. Yeah, Arkham. it was like, 300, get an HD DVD. You're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, like, the same size as, like, a PS3 disc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nah, man. <sighs> Fuck, dude. As far as games, dude, that's, that's coming down the pipe pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. That's why I'm glad Switch is still doing the cartridges. That will happen before movies will. Uh, Video games, think? think? Yeah. Well, because they're doing all... I mean, there's the Xbox Live, the PSN network thing, and yeah, I mean, it's just... It's a lot more expensive to make a game disc. Yeah. No. Um, but, nah. Fuck. I think they'll still make them, kind of like how we're talking, like, movies. It's just going to be one of those, like, maybe, like, small batch order kind yeah. of things, you so know? Yeah, so I've, I've been at the Best Buy, because they used to have shelves full of yeah. Blu-rays... You movies know, too. I went back yeah. in there. They have like a little section. It's just new releases only. Yeah. And Target, same thing. I mm-hmm. used to go in the Target, spend two hundred fucking dollars on Blu-ray on yeah. Friday. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. And Walmart, they still got some shit. You know, they still got a lot of movies there. It's just something I really want. You know, um, and stuff like that. Like Best Buy, man, they used to have like four K. They were fucking Circuit City. Yeah. They used to have shit for yeah. cheap. Yeah. Uh, what was it on fries? Yeah, they're not around anymore. Yeah, um, <clears throat> now I, I rely on like I just like book off. Correct. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, Amazon they usually have mm-hmm. it. Uh, Best Buy is done with physical media. Yeah. On the first of twenty twenty four. Until then, rest in peace, man. So I think it's three things that kind of can be factored. One. People are streaming, whether they're actually just streaming subscription services or clearly illegally downloading, which, yeah, I mean, everybody well, does. Yeah, I mean, I'll say it. But I, I still like, buy. Yeah, I do too. If More it's than I should. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I'm still buying VHSs, man. That's because they're cheap. I can find some of them. Yeah, I think it's just streaming services, the lack of interest. People don't necessarily want to collect anymore. One, because it costs money. Two, because it collects uh, space and dust. And then uh, three, it's just... Yeah, I just, I think people are just adapting to modern technology, and I think the fact that you and I want to collect still, though, is because sometimes you can't always find those things on a particular streaming service, therefore, what do you resort to? Illegally download, you know? Yeah. Unless you want to pay 50, 60 bucks for a movie that you can watch for free if you download it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's yeah. a few factors involved. I mean, like, it could be a movie, a video game, whatever, because people can emulate yeah. anything now, essentially. Um, yeah, I mean, that's sad in terms of movies. That's really cool is, like, you know, the Steelbook editions and stuff like that. Right, it's cool to have Once that. Once they stop making discs mm-hmm. of shit, or just a purely digital world, which 
don't want to raise my kid in that world. No, but, and I'm thinking probably within the next we're, decade. We're gonna, when we have kids, they're gonna be like, look at this, what's this? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna throw my book down. I'm gonna show them VHSs, man, because I'm yeah. still collecting them. I was in a Goodwill, the kid picks up VHS. What's this? As a kid. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. My mortality <laughs> hit in. You know, it, it hit me. I'm like, yeah. Oh. yeah. You know, and but but like no, like like I said, like you know, steel books and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like certain editions of movies that you buy mm-hmm. will appreciate the value. Well, because remember, like kind of like how we've talked, like when you could pick up games before, like you're like, oh, dude, there's stickers in here. There's a registration card. There's a poster, and then sometimes there's like an offer for ten dollars off the every game. Bethesda, guy, right? Every Bethesda game, right? <laughs> yeah, a, a really cool. Like that's what I love. Like reading the manual as a kid. I'm like, oh, this is how I do this. Like this is where I need to go. Whatever. Like that's how it, in terms of collecting those big movies, sometimes they give you like you know, a little card signed by an actor or whatever, or like, you know, you're like, oh cool, I got the necklace from the movie or whatever. I got, I got, I got a, a frame of film when I bought Interstellar. Um, it was, I don't know. I like that one better than The Martian. From the, oh yeah. Yeah, thank you, I thought so too, yeah. I just thought I, it was a better movie. I love The Martian, but Interstellar I could see them being compared, that's why I mentioned Interstellar it. Interstellar yeah. is so grand. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic Like I, I love Ridley Scott, but. Yeah. My boy, Alien dude. Oh, my, my boy, uh, um, God, hey, all right, yeah. <laughs> Christopher Nolan, okay. my boy. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, he never made a bad movie. Yeah. But yeah, no, I have a piece of film of um, Matthew McConaughey's character, Cooper. Yeah. He's like floating in the fourth dimension. Yeah, in the library or whatever. Yeah. It's from the film. Oh, like, that's cool. Stuff. I have this. Yeah. I had one, uh, it was a still cell of a Woody Woodpecker. I don't remember what happened to it. It was pretty cool though. It was definitely old. Uh, was it like Tex Avery, I think? Drew it or Chuck? Yeah, I think it was Tex Avery because Chuck Jones was a uh, Looney Tunes. My goal is to buy the entire IMAX film reel. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you want to find some still cells and like the four, early. The four mile long. Early production work and shit, yeah. there's a. Like the Orange County swap meet. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a drive, but I, I see them there on YouTube like all the time. They have a bunch of those. Yeah. Um, let me say, uh, what else you got, man? Next topic. Ooh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's I need a pouch, I can wait. <laughs> what? What are you looking forward to, film or video game wise? Ooh, uh, I actually, the first thing that popped in my mind in reference to video games, I am kind of intrigued in terms of. Uh, Updates and uh, quirks and I guess game mechanics to the new um, Super Mario RPG. Okay. I loved that one on Super Nintendo. Uh, that's why I think I love like old JRPGs because they just they were a little more simplistic, but they were also ahead of the time in reference to what they were able to achieve in a little amount of time that you actually play. Because most J- modern JRPGs are what 100 hours plus. I don't have that kind of time. I mean, I do, but I'd rather play something else for that long. Uh, or at least play five or six games within that time frame. Uh, I like that game so much because it was just like, if you time a button right, like if you attack me, like it doesn't do that much, and if I attack you and I press A or whatever, the, I think A was the attack button, like I could do more damage. It was just simplistic, it was Mario, it was quirky, it was fun, like the dialogue was goofy, and it was a Square Enix game, so I already knew what I was getting into because I like Final Fantasy. Um, it, it's, it was just a lot of fun, and it looks like it's a modern update with uh, just, I just it looks like something that I'm really looking forward to whenever that comes out. Um, 
what about fucking, didn't they, they discussed like the Killer Clowns game coming out or something? Yeah. I don't yeah. know whenever that comes out. I don't know out. how yeah. that's going to be. Yeah, it's only, it's only like, you know, 35 years late, but whatever, <laughs> you know. And then there was years, or no, it was 2018 because it would have been the 30 year uh, anniversary. There was talks of them making a sequel from the Kyoto Bros, the guys who did the original film, and it just, I think it fell off and never happened, but I guess, uh, I'm definitely more stoked about Mario RPG. Yeah. Uh, Movie-wise, I would love to see what Nintendo is going to do now. Like, uh, I think it'd be cool to see, yeah, I mean, like a Metroid or a Zelda film. Um, uh, they're but, making a live action Legend of Zelda. Okay, well, now I know. It's been confirmed. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think my only worry is uh, dialogue. What are they going to do? Because Link doesn't talk. I hope he says, you know, excuse me, princess, like Chris the cartoon. Pratt. Link. <laughs> Chris Walken is Link. We're going right? to have, uh, what's his name? Dwayne Johnson as Princess Zelda. Oh, jeez. <laughs> They're going to do Anthony Hopkins as Ganon. Link, Wars. save me! <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm really looking forward to that because okay. I've always wanted one. They've made some on YouTube. People mm-hmm. have. There's of course. One yeah. that was made that was really good. I watched it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to okay. um, the. Uh, Tomb Raider Trilogy remaster that's coming out for the Switch. Okay. Um, I'm gonna buy the shit out of that. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing I am super stoked about... I hope they fix the controls because you're jumping in those original games. Oh. They probably won't. Um, <laughs> is... Other than the next Resident Evil game, because I love them. The 9, I guess, would be the next one? Yeah. Uh, I think they're gonna make a big shift. Like, it's gonna, I think, I think they're coming to an end of, like, the era of, like, Chris Redfield and all that okay. and stuff. Uh, I want to see Leon in it. Um, but, other than that, I am, whoo, I am so fucking stoked. And I'm gonna fucking pre order that's available. Sound Halo 2. I was about to say, it comes out. I was about to say, new Halo. No. They're, they're probably done with Halo. No, no. Uh, maybe not, I don't know. Uh, or if they did like an ODST 2 I think that'd be kind of cool for like a filler in between making like another Halo because they can make money yeah. from that and then use that yeah. money towards what any anyway, just an idea um, I'd be down I would love for them to do because I've seen like fan made trailers for like The Last Ronin you know Ninja Turtles you know me I'm a big fucking Ninja Turtle yeah. nut I think it'd be cool if they did some sort of movie like that but since that uh, what was it the the one that came out a couple months ago, I, I liked it for what it was. My guess is they're probably going to go that route now, a little more kid-oriented, which that's fine. Um, I would love to see some sort of, like, Last Ronin Arkham-related video game. I want to say we talked about that before. Or even, like, if they did, like, the original yeah. Four Turtles, because they could have four different stories, kind of yeah. like how Resident Evil 6 was, for example. Or they could even include Casey Jones or a Splinter story or whatever. Like, there's just so much... Uh, I mean, I, I know I'm just speculating. It's obviously Young Splinter? Yeah, I mean... Uh, no, I haven't really been watching too much game news. I haven't really been watching too much new film-related, like, hey, this is coming out soon. Um, you know? But, uh, yeah. What do I have? Uh, toys. We were talking. You said Legos do Bionicles, man? Yeah, I, I remember when the original six came out. Remember, they were in, like, a plastic tub like this. Yep. And yep. I remember shortly after that, they made, like, the mini versions of those. I never got those. I, I didn't either. The, the I had the big ones. six. Yeah, yeah. And it was just so cool. I remember they all had names and, like, brown guy was like the rock guy, the blue was like water, and then like the white guy was the snow, red was fire, green was like earth or something. It was like Legos meets like Captain Planet or something. Yeah. They were so cool. 
Yeah, my my brother James, he uh, he got me into that. I was pretty young. Bionicles. I wish I still had them. They're so cool. I know they had games come out. I played yeah, them on, they did, yeah. on the PS2. I think they come out with another one. Even the Lego games were fun anyway, like the Jurassic Park one, the Batman's like, Star it's the same, right, yeah, the original trilogy, and then they yeah. had, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's the same game every time, just a different movie franchise, or yeah. comic books, or whatever, but it's still so much fun, like, it's yeah. a fetch quest, but I, you know, and they're, clearly they don't speak, and they just, like, actually speak louder than words, you know, yeah. they tell the story through being fucking goofy, you know, yeah. and it works, like, they're just fun games. The Star Wars ones were, uh, were my favorite. And I loved, you know, because you could... After like one level, you can get like ten million coins or whatever. You can save up and buy new characters. And like, yeah. oh, this is, yeah, it was just such yeah. such fun games, man. Lego games. Yeah, I remember uh, connects. Yeah. To oh yeah, my next door yeah. neighbor had the roller coaster. And I remember you had like a rubber band on. You could like crank the coaster. Yeah. yeah. I I was too young to make anything really cool out of it, um, but I did play with them quite a bit. It was probably the best knockoff Lego. And Lincoln Logs too. Yeah, man. Lincoln Logs. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had our, my army men on those, and I'd like blow up the Lincoln Log, you know, cabin. When I was a child, I still remember this, I was huge into uh, Thomas the Tank. Excuse the minor interference. Uh, according to my uh, app that I use for podcasts, it said that I only had up to an hour to record, which is definitely crazy because I've definitely done chats with other people and it's lasted longer. But it stopped, and uh, we decided to record the second half of the other uh 20 to 30 minutes that we have left. Sorry about that. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. All right, so back to toys. We were talking uh, connects and Lincoln Logs, and uh, I remember, I dude, I had so many Nerf guns, and I had, like, what was it like? I remember the first one, it was, like, the green pistol where, like, you could cock. I think it was, like, the side bottom or something, and then, like, it had the bullet in the bottom, so if you ran out of the first bullet, I'm like, bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, that shit was so cool. My the rocket launcher. T-shirt. Yeah. She bought me a uh, the Vulcan. Er, it was, I think it was the Vulcan. The, the Vulcan thing. Okay. It was a chain-fed, like an M240, auto, fully automatic Nerf gun for my like machine gun. Yes. Yeah, I think I had that too. It was sick. I don't remember. Or something similar to that. Like the actual caliber in the barrel wasn't that large. You held it like that. Oh, okay. I didn't have that. <laughs> it was almost like a Tommy gun, but it wasn't that big. Yeah. But it had, yeah, the chain that went through. Yeah. And I almost had like I a bandolier. What you're talking about, yeah. And I remember the bandolier yeah. it would come off. and I No, could, like, just, man. Yeah. This thing was like three <laughs> feet fucking long. That's cool. It had a whole, it had a whole chain. Yeah. Uh, um, it had a belt holder for your ammunition on the side of it. Mm-hmm. You had the handle on the top, you got the handle on the trigger. It's like some Gears of War it shit. It came with like a tripod. Okay. And I'm just sitting there lighting everybody up with it. Yeah. She got me for that. a toy, I'm sure. <laughs> Especially back then, that toy was probably 70, 80 bucks, I'm sure. Because I don't remember. still expensive. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know, spending 20, 30 bucks on something like that and enjoying it for, let's just say, for a lifetime as a kid, it just, I don't know, it didn't seem like it was that bad of an investment yeah. at that time. Because oh, Legos it. have always been expensive. Yeah. And Connects, yeah. I don't remember them being that expensive, and I had one of those, like, it was like a, kind of like a lunchbox carrying case thing. It was yellow, and I remember you put, like, the Connects in there. You know what I'm talking about? I had one. I think yeah. it was, like, it was, gray. Yeah, it was probably about the size of this yeah, square right here. Yeah, it was plastic. Yeah. And, like, the, it, like, would just open up right here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had that. I definitely had Bionicles. As far as Legos now, I have the. Uh, it's almost like Skylanders. It like it. I actually picked it up at uh, the ninety nine cent store. I think it said like twelve ninety nine on it, and I was like, I'm getting that. 
and it has the like little base that attaches to your PS3 and it has the uh, Legos and there's like this little kind of like a QR code and you know you can play as that character like in the game yeah I, I didn't hook it up yet I just built the Legos yeah me and my brother Zach when we were kids we had so many Legos my mom she, she bought like a giant tub of them or something mm-hmm. I don't know I just remember us being in the ship we had a, a giant container it was probably about I don't know, three to four feet big, and open on both sides, filled with fucking Legos. They're not cheap, like I we said. Would, we would yeah. sit there, we'd build big ass fucking. Yeah. Dude. I'm gonna be a kid again. Yeah, I mean, some <laughs> toys, like I said, like I, I've set up some of these things when I had it set up, like on the shelves and just for display. And I had intentions of using because I have, there's like a Lord of the Rings set, I have the Simpsons one for, I think it's like. Like Lego Universe or whatever the fuck it's called. It was on PS3. They had 360 ones too. I mean, I think I knew you at the time, probably. I probably could have picked it up and just gave it to you. I didn't think about it. I'm a terrible friend. I'll see you later. Well, <laughs> because <laughs> at the Dollar Tree, they had PS3 ones and then they had Xbox 360 ones. Like I said, it comes yeah. with a little base and like this like Stargate looking portal thing and yeah. you put it in the game and it plays and oh, it's a USB. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I was like, dude, this is like old school and uh, interactive like that. Like I said, New Age Toys remakes, um, reissuing, like, the whole NECA or Nika, however you pronounce it, like, you know, you see it, like, Target, it's, like, uh, Freddy or Jason or whatever, like, in the block. They're cool because they're just so articulated and very just well-crafted, and it's just the market, you know, people clearly buy them, and then they, like, double or triple their money the next day. Like, I'm like, dude, just sell it for what you paid for it, you know what I mean? Or just don't sell it. How about that? Like, wait for them to sell out. Yeah, I mean, Scalpers. you know, obviously McFarlane Toys, we clearly both know McFarlane, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, which is fucking cool. I'm still waiting on getting my Spawn comic books back. <laughs> They're still in the lab. Hell yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad she still has them. All right. <laughs> she said she was going to go see him. I, eventually, anyway. Yeah, he's uh, probably a busy man. He just I'm part- sure he, he just is. partnered with fucking Activision, put Spawn and Call yeah. of Duty. I know. Well, that's cool, actually. <laughs> I love the uh, Spawn game on Super Nintendo, man. That shit was so much fun. It was a uh, beat-em-up and just very well-crafted for yeah, I mean, there's a lot of new age toys that, but in reference to what you were talking about earlier in terms of, like, physical media, I think media, yes, it's all going to be just digital at some point because I just don't think there... I mean, then again, history repeats itself. Like, clearly, there's still an audience out there, as I mentioned. That's why I think they're making things in small batch for that particular small community, and that's probably why it's also expensive because it takes a lot of money to make that small batch, and they want to make money as well. I think if they... If there was still a huge interest in that physical media, whether it be music, movies, video games, whatever, uh, I think they might break even or they wouldn't make as much money. So maybe the... Uh, dude, you're just dropping everything today. Man. You dude, good? Uh, like, give me yeah. your keys, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're just... It, there's just not as much of an interest in it anymore. And uh, you know how, kind of, for example, obviously Toys R Us passed, and uh, there's talks of that coming back, per se. They still have Toys R Us and, like, Macy's. Right, and there's still a Blockbuster in Oregon, you know what I mean? Yeah. So clearly there's still an interest, just not as much. And how history repeats itself, I feel like video games might make a physical comeback, but it probably won't be until maybe we're, like, our parents' age, maybe. I really don't know. I'm speculating. But as far as toys, I felt like they kind of did fall off because they were kind of shitty. And then now the toys that you and I had, though they're making a comeback. Like I said, Street Sharks, G.I. Joe, Lego, like there's a resurgence because clearly we have the time and money and we're older. We like I've said before, nostalgia is a powerful drug. And the kids that are usually our age are having kids and they want to influence that like just childhood capability that yeah. we had. And I feel like how perhaps when let's just say in theory, hypothetically, if we had kids and they were older, they're gonna be like 
how I'm saying these repeats itself, they're going to be like, oh shit, I remember playing this game, granted I had it digital, oh look, they're making it physical now. It's just, I'm speculating, because I'm not sure, but to me that just makes sense. Yeah, it just scares me, because like, you know, when you know, my parents were growing up, and VHS, you know, um, it was awesome. Stuff like that, it, it got better, and it continues to get better, like physical copy-wise. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's going to fall off and never come back. Yeah, oh yeah. It scares me, you know, because I, I like having a physical thing in my hand. Cause yeah. You could buy something digitally, right? Like I like I bought Battlefield 2042 on my Xbox digitally because um, it was on sale. Um, and I was like, you're not paying for a physical thing. You're paying for the rights to play the game. Correct. I If I'm going to fucking spend money... I want to be able to touch that shit. Of course. No, like, I, I'm with you. And yeah. as weird as it sounds, like, hold it, smell it, look at yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and that's what I think I love about, like, still reading books. I haven't bought books in a while because my library is, let's just say, for example, probably the size of this space, and it's just full of books. I just today. bought a book. I love, a book. I, love uh, I love reading. Um, Leviathan Wakes. It's the book one of the Expanse series. Nice. Yeah. Um, all the books are, like, that fucking thick. Okay. Three to four. Jesus Christ. Every single there's like there's eight of them and they're all thick as hell. So I'm like, oh, I have to get through this. I really want to yeah. read it. Yeah. I, I hate when the way you made it sound like I, I get like that too, where it almost feels like it's like a chore. Yeah. Like it's something you want to do, but I'm like, yeah. I don't know when. <laughs> I have to be in a very rare headspace for me to read something. Under way, dude. You know, and trust me, like I read The Martian, the book, like before the movie came out. I read mm -hmm. it because I was like, I'm interested. I want to read the book. You know, and fuck. I got into it, but I, I had I, I was still in school, I had a good headspace, stuff like that. So I was like, and that movie or that book just kept going. So I was like, I gotta know what happens next, yeah. you know, and shit like that. And you know, it's I read some of the Game of Thrones books. You know, um, it took me a long time because there's a lot of dialogue. They're, yeah, they're long too. The books. And, yeah. I haven't read them. But yeah, was, yeah. And Andy Weir did a really good job at like describing what's going on in the Martian. Okay. Book. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just, I feel like in terms of my last, I don't, I don't know if you have any more topics. I was like, for me, it was the future of collecting. I mean, even for, like I said, I think toys, it's coming back. I have a feeling maybe within the next couple of years, it's going to be strictly just, like I said, the toys that we grew up with and like reissues, which is fine because I mean, they're just, I feel like they look like they're old. Like, I, especially when you go to Walmart and I'm like, dude, they have fucking Turtles toys. I just come nostalgia. But anyway, like, and they look old and they're just very well articulated. The price is relatively right. It's not too expensive. And I've collected way too many new Turtles toys. I have way too many. Um, in terms of movies, like I said, I because even when they came out, it was expensive to make VHS. And then clearly DVD came out. It made me think, since you were talking about uh, in terms of better quality, yes, visually. And then, you know, sometimes when you look at the back, it's like bonus content. It's like you can get like French and German subtitles or it's like you get a trailer. I'm like, that's not fucking bonus content. Deleted scenes. Yeah, I'm like, well, deleted scenes, like sometimes they're cool. Or yeah. it's like extended scenes. Like I like that. Yeah. Or you have like the Wombo Combo theatrical hundred. And like, to me, I never do audio commentary. I don't know if you do like, I don't. I have before, I, don't, I can't remember what movie it was. It was uh -huh. a long time ago. Sure. Um, I like when they do behind the scenes. I what movie it was. Yeah. Um, Toad Road, I know I keep talking about that. Yeah, I haven't watched it, I'm sorry. I, wa I, I watched a lot of, like, 
I looked for it it's and couldn't really find hard, it. It's really hard, but I found some stuff about it, mm -hmm. the behind the scenes for it, and stuff like that. Nice. Um, yeah, all that's like obscure. It's like sure. really hard to find. Um, but I mean, I know I mentioned the criteria, no, no. criterion collection. Yeah, yeah. You know I, I, yes, I have a couple of those. Yeah, like, I mean, I usually if, find them at thrift stores because it's they, cheaper. If they stay around, uh -huh. the criterion collection, because mm -hmm. all they do is remaster older films yeah. and release them on Blu-ray, we'll still have some sort of form mm -hmm. of physical media. Yeah. It may not be newer movies, mm -hmm. but shit, I'll, I'll buy the, like, the original Friday the 13th sure. criterion collection. Yeah. You know, they don't really do movies like that, but, you know, no, yeah. it's usually like the Scorsese's uh, and stuff. They, they do have um, some obscure Criterion Horror collections, uh, like How Soup, 1972, 77, around there. I think I told you about that one. That's the, that's the Japanese one. You've probably seen the cover. It's like that orange, like, cat that has, like, a It's like a cartoon, uh, the way that it looks. There's, like, a house in the background. It's like an orange cat with, like, really weird, like, kind of grin and, like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like a white background with orange cat. Yeah, yeah. how soon? That, that's a fucking weird, trippy Japanese horror. It's worth your time if you like weird shit yes. like that. Sounds of the Lambs has a cartoon collection. I believe that. Well, that's, that's like a must. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I get that. I have, a, I have the Hannibal series at home, too. I gotta watch those. I've, I've seen those. It's been a long time. I still think uh, Silence was probably my favorite. I've seen parts of uh, Silence. I haven't seen the other ones. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, if they make special collections or even like. As far as since we're talking about like uh, the future of collecting, I don't. Uh, let's just say, for instance, uh, since you were talking like a Far Cry series earlier, I think if they did something like one through six on like a disc, they might be be able to make some sort of sale on something like that because you get everything. Otherwise, it's going to be just the box, and it's going to have like a QR code. Like here, download. You get all six. I know. I don't like it either. Bethesda did that. I know. With Starfield. I know. You open it up, and it's just that. that's what I heard. No. <laughs> I don't like it either. You know, and then what sucks about modern gaming in reference to that is that you gotta clear up your storage and then it takes all day because you gotta do an update and you gotta restart it and then you gotta download the game and that takes yeah. all day. Yeah, I know. Don't you miss the days where you just pop the fucking N64 yes. cartridge in and you get to play the game right away? Yes. Yeah. God forbid you have to blow <laughs> the, in the game. The but PS2, whatever. you gotta like, oh, please work, please work, please yeah, work, yeah. please work. You're like, it's the damn laser, it's not yeah. working. I know, yeah. Yeah! I still think the PS1 had probably one of the best startup sounds. One of the oh, best. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think the guy that created that sound just passed away. Rest in peace, man. Or like GameCube, you press Z and then the squeak. I love that. Oh, man. Or even Dreamcast. Yeah, that shit was great, too. Um, or even the original Xbox, like how the dashboard came up. And, yeah, it's so cool. Like the green, you know. Yeah, it was so ahead of its time, man. Love the original Xbox. Had uh, two fucking tr uh, disc trays. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as far as collecting, I think like people do digital books with like Kindle and stuff. But same thing, like how we were talking, you like to hold it. I, I like to hold my books and I like to turn the page. And I, I don't know, there's something about just holding it. I feel like the environment that we work in and run underway and stuff. Just, it's just easier to have a Kindle because I'm right. getting fuel on my shit. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> And I don't, because when I was in your shoes, for example, like, yeah, I had, like, my DS or my Game Boy Advance, and I would have physical books just in my workspace. I keep them in my rack, so when I'm off work, that's when I usually will play Switch or whatever and uh, read books. And I still have a stack of books in my rack that I just haven't touched yet. Um, as far as games, like I said, it's going to be small batch. 
I think they might do like collections. It would be really cool because I mean, clearly people have an interest now in GameCube games because of how expensive they are, yeah. and it seems like people miss their window, and now they're like, oh well, now I want to play these games, and like they made limited quantity. The GameCube didn't sell that well compared to what the you know the original Xbox, and that was such a cool time in gaming because you know you were so used to just. Uh, Sega, Nintendo, and clearly PlayStation was still new on the market, and then obviously Microsoft was brand brand new, like 2000, 2001, you know, so I mean, you were like, holy shit, there's four different options here, you know, and I don't think, I'm trying to think, what did I have at the time? I think I had everything but a Dreamcast, because I mean, even then, that didn't last very long, that was only like two, three years, it was on the market before the tanked, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's just, like we've said before, Sega, they just did too much hardware compared to software, and they didn't have any third-party developers, so they went under you know, and now they're, what, still publishing games for everybody else. You know, and there's been talks about them making a Sega Dreamcast Mini. I think they're just going to bypass the Sega Saturn, which I would love to see, but they're having difficulties emulating those games, you know. And clearly there's a fan base out there, and that's why those games are so fucking expensive and sought after. Uh, but yeah, I think the Dreamcast Mini would be Sega's next bet. Uh, in terms of, I think, as Nintendo Switch 2, I like the idea of cartridges. It makes me feel like a kid again. I think that's so cool. PS5 slim, I, it doesn't even look slim, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, the PlayStation just came out with a handheld. Yeah. Or they're coming out with uh-huh. one. I hear it's shit. I you have to it. be connected to the internet or some <laughs> shit, and your, your PS5 has to be turned on, and it has to be connected to the name, <laughs> same network. Like, what is even That's the point a, of having yeah, a handheld yeah. at that point? Because you want to you take know? it portable. Um, yeah. I know the Steam just came out with their Steam Deck not too mm-hmm. long ago, and they're making an OLED one that's coming out here soon. Nice. It looks a lot better, it runs quicker. Uh, I wouldn't mind one of those, yeah. but I just need to get a laptop because there's other things I do on there. You had your laptop uh, last time I think you were playing on it, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, usually when we do the podcast and we're at home, mm-hmm. I'm on the laptop, you nice. know, and stuff like that. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at one right now. It's got 32 gigabytes of RAM. It's, uh, it's like a 40, 60, 48, somewhere around there. So it's, it's, it's pretty up to date. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would be really cool in terms of possible collecting, obviously, speculation. If they did, like, I think people would be interested, but they would probably have to limit, like, the quantity that they make. Kind of like how Sega Genesis just did the Model 2 Mini. You can still find them on Amazon. But I think they knew better than to over-abundantly make the first one like they did. Remember, then you would see that, like, Kmart when it was still there for, like, 20 bucks. Because when they came out, they were probably, like, 100 bucks. But um, I think they're strictly an online thing. But I was thinking, like, what if Nintendo decided to make an NES again? But they just had, like, let's say, uh, developers like Konami or Capcom, and they, like, just put a bunch of games together on a cartridge rather than having to buy all the cartridges individually. Kind of like how the Evercade works. You ever heard of the Evercade? No. Uh, they have a handheld one, and they also have uh, a TV one as well. And there's like, you know, developers like Taito and uh, you know Koei and uh, Natsume and all that, and they just compile their games via Atari or whatever into one little cartridge, and you get to play that library in theory. So oh. I think if Nintendo or Sega or whoever did something like that, I, I think there might be a market. DS. Oh, like a little flash card? Yeah, it was like a, it was like it's a white DS chip, and it had like seventy games on. Okay. I, I, book, I had all like a bunch of Pokemon games, uh, a bunch of shit, man. Yeah. Um, it's basically just emulating the flashcards. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. I, I had one for my DS. I hacked it. I got that But, uh, yeah, nah. For some reason, I just had a thought while you're talking. 
Um, yeah, it goes back to like physical media mm-hmm. going away. The Switch is still making a lot of physical copies of games. Correct. I wonder if they're going to continue to keep making physical copies of games mm-hmm. just so that they could right. compete with the Switch. Maybe. Or, in reference to what I was just saying, a possible re-release of an original console. Like, yeah. it's clearly Nintendo IP, so they could get like the rights to certain mm-hmm. games. And then just release like, oh, here's all the Data East games that were released from '93 on Super Nintendo and Nintendo on a cartridge for a Switch. Like, I think people would be interested in something like that. It's either that, or clearly they know people are just going to emulate, which everybody usually does anyway. You know? Get a movie? Oh, I'm going to put it on a disc for you. Create True. a cover in the case. Here you go. Sell it. Full or, price. Or that would be kind of cool too if they did that with movies as well. Like, but that would just be hard because there's just so much more I think involved. Like, if they were just going to be like. Hey, we're gonna choose '91 through like I don't know '99 movies. You know, that's a lot of fucking movies in yeah. eight years to put on. You know, just a couple. I don't know. But I mean, they've done stuff like that before. You know, you go to Walmart and they're like, "Here's 50 greatest horror films," and it comes in like that stack. You know, and it has like a little like ring, and you like pull the discs off, and and they're in like little weird like plastic like sleeves. That's fucking weird. And I'm like, how were they able to? I mean, clearly they did it illegally, but I bought it. You know, outright. I mean, legally, I guess. Um, I think books are still going to be here to stay because, yeah. I mean, people are still clearly making physical books rather than just digital, but I know people who do both, and I understand the aspect to it because of the whole, uh, you don't want to ruin your books, I get it. Yeah. I just, I like to hold a book. Um, like I said, toys are here to stay for the time being. Uh, music, I mean, they definitely, clearly, I think, like, with re-releases of, like, vinyl, because vinyl's kind of been coming back, and it actually, surprisingly, cassettes have been making Really? Not necessarily like a remake of like I don't know like let's just say the Deftones or a Depeche Mode or something yeah. like, but in terms of like a resurgence of people's interest in cassettes. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I've been seeing like the, the record players and shit. Mm-hmm. Walmart they had them on sale the other day. Yeah. Um, people do stuff. like to collect this yeah. fucking music still. Yeah. yeah. It's like they're gonna re-release like modern artists. On like a record make it sound like it's from the 70s <laughs> yeah the whole fuzz aspect and i think in terms of like how you and i talk like physical media like like sometimes i collect uh records or cds still if i see it even though clearly majority of it is on spotify or yeah. youtube or whatever see i don't mind and, that no i don't either yeah. even though i'm a huge music fan and i go to shows all the time at least once a month and maybe if not once a week and I don't know, like, I'm okay supporting digital music as well because they still get the money. Yeah. Maybe not the yeah. desired amount that they would like, but... Yeah. Well, the, well, the way things have been going with streaming services, like, Warner Brothers is pulling... Like, they're just getting rid of whole movies. Like, can't watch them anywhere anymore. See, that's the thing when it comes to physical, too. If you don't have it, you're not going to be able to fucking yeah. find a stream for it. Yeah. Whether it be legal or illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I just saw a post the other day. It's like, a solar flare is going to wipe out the internet for months. I'm like, I'm going to be I. I'm gonna yeah. be okay because I got so many damn movies on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be cool. And TV shows too. Like I almost feel like there's an overabundance of TV shows now. Like there's just too much to watch. It, it bugs the shit out of me. The Marvel, the Marvel universe. Yeah. I'm done with it. I don't. I don't want to have to fucking watch. Good. I don't want to hear you talk about it anymore. <laughs> four fucking TV. Yeah. Four fucking TV shows. So yeah. I understand what's going on in the movie. Yeah. It's way too much, man. I ain't got time for that shit. I almost feel like that's what Star Wars doing. But I, I hear that Ahsoka's pretty good. I haven't watched it. Yeah, I haven't watched any of it. No, I heard good things. Same with like the Obi Wan. I heard good things. Oh. I didn't watch it. Uh, Obi Wan was so good. I but watched. It's only a miniseries. 
for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have any streaming services. I can probably just find a download, I'm sure. Oh, but, yeah. Because uh, I've watched, because uh, Mandalorian has like three or four seasons now. I heard the third season was trash. Okay, I think I only watched the first the newest two. season was trash. Okay. They have a Boba Fett TV show. Cool. Ahsoka TV show. Yeah. They've got the Clone Wars animated, Rebels animated. That was fantastic, though. Yeah. It's eight um, seasons. It was pretty long, too. What else they got? Shit, man. Like I said. The Ewok special. So I was looking over They got Star Wars for Christmas special? <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I mean, I even remember being a kid. It was probably early 90s, the VHS clamshell. It was like a C3PO R2D2 cartoon. And then there was an Ewok cartoon, and it was trash. <laughs> but I miss sure. it because it was just childhood. Not cashing on that money. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, and there's a lot of resurgence with those, like, Kenner toys, too, like, that we had as kids, like the Star Wars ones, you know, like, it'd be, like, Obi-Wan, and you see it, like, the box, and, like, Obi-Wan's in the corner, and then there's, like, a reflective, like, sticker or something, like, of oh, Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Like, see, that's what I'm saying, yeah. like, there's definitely a resurgence of the toys that we had. I don't really feel like you see too many new toys for kids, and when I look at them, I'm like, dude, this toy looks like shit. It really does. They just don't look like anything of good quality, like, that we had. You know, and they even made like the toys that we had as kids, I feel like, with better quality now. And I'm like, oh my god, like this is, you know, I gotta buy these. I do, and then I'm like, I didn't need that, but <laughs> I still have it. Yeah, I got it. When we was in the Philippines, I found the uh, Post Malone Funko. <laughs> I think it's, a, oh, uh, where was it? I think it was Guam. I think I showed you too. Uh, I remember I had Peppy from Star Fox. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With yeah. The, yeah. I still have it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I got dual barrel wall. <laughs> I got a I got a bunch of Batman's at home. Cool. I have a John Snow one. Um I've got the Soul of Cinder from Dark Souls 3. Uh that was kinda of hard to find. Fucking line. Um and then I have I've ha- I have um In the Alexander Hamilton's the, the ones that my brother's house are out of the box. I didn't understand the whole I didn't care. Just curious. Yeah. Um, I almost bought a, like a, a very expensive Dark Knight Batman version. Yeah. But it was like over a hundred dollars. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. I think the most I usually spend. I like looked at it up bucks. close and it, the yeah. quality was kinda eh. But um, I've got two or three different versions of Ben Affleck Batman. Nice. I've got the Adam ones Batman. Alexander Hamilton, Post Malone, another one at home. Do not know what the fuck it is. I look at it every day. Can't remember what it yeah, is. I remember what it is. I had a feeling just how anything in general in life works uh, in terms of like you buy something that's related to an icon and they pass and usually it's worth more money. Yeah. I knew about a year or two ago, I think I picked up it was at Queen Elizabeth. Funko oh, for maybe, I don't know, $11 like a Goodwill. And I've looked at it online, it's like 80 to like 200 bucks. it fluctuates. I'm not going to sell it, but I was just, I had a feeling. I was testing the waters. Yeah. I was like, I knew it. Um, I have Vato from uh, Ghost in the Shell. So I have cool. Morty, as I mentioned. I have, I think every, not every Ninja Turtle one, but I have of one particular set. Now they keep making different sets. Yeah, I have the Four Turtles. I have Casey Jones. I have Taka from uh, Ninja Turtles 2, or like Taka and Razor was like the turtle and the fucking wolf. Yeah, yeah they're 
I love the second film, even though it's gum, fucking ninja rap with vanilla ice, but uh, um, just nostalgia, dude. Um, I had a, a, a hostess one, it was like a ding dong, I think, or something. I think I gave it to a homie of mine. Fucking Twinkie? Well, because a buddy I met on a Opera, and I know what a weird place to meet somebody, but I know we were selling each other games. He's a retired, uh, I think he's a gunny, retired gunny. And uh, I've been hanging out with him for like the last two years. He's like around the corner for me. Like we started talking like video games and we started talking music and we started talking movies. And I was like, dude, we just become best friends. So I've been hanging out with him since. And like sometimes he'll be like, hey man, come over. I made food. Like let's play some Gauntlet on 64. And I'm like, dude, I got nothing for you. So I just, I grabbed like my Ding Dong fucking Funko. And he was like, oh dude, cool. I just gave it to him. And I had like a wireless Sega like, Genesis controller. I was like, dude, take it. Cause he has, you know, shelves galore, just toys and video games. Yeah, yeah just good dude. But uh. Uh, I have a couple other Funkos. I have Cell. I have Frieza. Um, I have Wolverine. Some of them are out of the box. Those are the ones that like you find in thrift stores and like sometimes there's like a smudge on it. And I'm like, dude, it's two bucks. I'm like, I don't care. I prefer to keep it in the box, but that's yeah. just yeah. I got I don't know probably twenty or thirty fucking Funkos now. Too many. Um, I got nothing else, dude. I don't know about yeah. you. Yeah, it is about some sleep, yeah, or maybe some chow. Well, that's all I got for episode 106. Uh, Thank you, uh, Nick, for uh, just shooting the shit. All right. Have a good night, everybody.